August 24th edition of the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast with me, Greg Ambrosius, Tom Kessenick, and Derek Butcher. Guys, I'm doing the countdown every time we do these podcasts. The countdown is now eight days away. That's right, eight days away till we host live auctions and drafts in Las Vegas and New York. I can feel the scorching heat of Las Vegas right now. <sighs> Feels so good. I love it. Can I wait to get out there? How about you guys? Can you smell the aroma of Manhattan, Tom? What do you think? Can you smell it? I don't want to. Yeah, but no. I'm looking forward to going to New York. But no, I don't want to smell anything in New York. Not these. Uh, no, it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, the Hotel Pennsylvania, again, ideal location for people who are coming into the city uh, directly across the street from the Penn Station. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely looking forward to it. Sign-ups are coming in. Going to get draft spots out next week and have a lot of fun. Come on. You can. You know there's an aroma of Manhattan. There is an aroma, and I don't want to smell it. Yeah. You can smell the pretzels. The pretzels are on every corner. I am looking forward to going back. It's always fun. New York City this time of year is perfect time to be there. Derek, yeah. you can smell it, right? Yeah. Each borough has its own smell, too, so uh, Manhattan's probably the best one, so we'll be okay. You guys aren't selling this at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, sign up for a live event. Come on, go to PlayNFFC.com. That's PlayNFFC.com. Join me at the Bellagio. My brother Mike's going to be there as well. Tom and Derek are taking care of New York City. Join that one. And then the next weekend, we're all going to be the bands getting together in Las Vegas. We even got a lot of our IT guys coming, so they're going to check it out. It's going to be a great, great time. Can hardly wait. Looking forward to it. Got some great parties planned as well. So we're also getting closer to the end of the drafting online season. 17 shopping days left. Come on, jump on in. PlayNFFC.com. Join the Rotowire Online Championship, $100,000 grand prize. The cut line, $60,000 grand prize. Everything is selling out. We're having the best year ever. So come on, join us. Lock in your spots and get going. Derek, you saw some drafts last night. Anything stand out or just busy, busy, busy watching everything? No, like I said, I was watching so many, it's hard to hard to yeah. uh, look at anyone in particular, um, unless you know maybe the last one or something. We did have a Roto-Wire on, online championship last night where uh, the guy that went first took David Johnson and then went Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees rounds two, three, and four. So that's different. I'm not sure of the strategy, but it's different, so we'll see how that works out. I don't know what the strategy is there either, but uh, I'm sure the other people in the league were happy, but uh, wow, I don't know what the strategy is there. Tom, you got any uh, thoughts? Uh, you know, you're no. thinking outside the box, I guess, and uh, nothing wrong with that. You know, it's it just, again, I think we talked about this either on the podcast or on the serious show. Just because there's an ADP doesn't mean you have to be married to it. Right. It's your team. Pick your team, however you want to do it, and uh, good luck. Yes. Speaking of the serious show last night, we had our uh, show last night. We had a great time. I mean, that was a fun, fun show last night. It all, 
It helped out to have James Roday. He's a star of Psych USA Network, if you remember that, eight years. Man, he was in a great, great mood, and it's sure a lot of fun to talk to. You know, he's a celebrity. He's such a celebrity, Tom, that he was in the 100 Most Beautiful People by People magazine in 2007. What do you think of that? Uh, congratulations. Uh, that's certainly <laughs> not, a, not a list I'm getting on anytime soon. Unfortunately, James said he peaked in 2007, so I've yeah. been downhill since then. But, no, good for him. He's a great guy, a great player, obviously very successful in the uh, entertainment industry, and we wish him the best with his new movie that he's making up in Vancouver. And we wish him the best when he comes join us in uh, Vegas for the primetime and classic. Yeah, I can't imagine it. You, you make that list in 2007. Every day then after that, you go to the mirror, and you go like, what the hell did I do? I mean, where did I go wrong? Right, Derek? Wrong? You can you can relate, right, Derek? Uh, I'm not sure I actually ever peak, so I'm not sure I can relate. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, you've got two kids on the board. You obviously peaked a couple of times, so good job. Definitely <laughs> outkick out the coverage with, with the wife, that's for sure. <laughs> Good job. All right, well, James Roday is going to be in Las Vegas. He's drafted in the Classic September 8th, the primetime September 8th. He's doing one of them with Sean Childs, so that'll be a great wow. team to get. Those guys get along pretty good, so good stuff all around. But All right, so let's talk about uh, some... I don't want to call them sleepers. We're looking for guys outside the box. Guys on the podcast, we always talk about the top guys who are going, who you should draft in the first round, who's slipping into the third round. Hey, let's go a little deeper today, all right? Let's go outside the top 150, find some impact players. Forget about the word sleeper. We're talking about impact players for our owners. So, Derek, I'm going to let you start off. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. Who's outside the top 150 that could be an impact player for fantasy owners? Yeah, the, the guy I got here, I mean, certainly comes with a caveat, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, he's not going to get a ton of playing time unless there's an injury to Tom Brady. But I also think he's one of the guys, um, you know, that if something does happen to Brady, if, if this guy is not, you know, rostered on a team by the Brady owner, if I'm drafting Brady, I'm definitely backing up that investment with Garoppolo. Yep. Because if you have some of the other league quarterbacks, when you have Rodgers or Breeze or Russell Wilson, you know, if they if they get injured, no one's rushing out to get a Trevon Boykin or whatever. But I think the situation's a lot different with Garoppolo in that yep. the production fall off. While there may be some, I don't think it's too extreme. So Jimmy Garoppolo, um, if we see a Tom Brady injury and Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent, I think he's a fab buster in a lot of leagues. So he's a guy that if I had Tom Brady, I'm not leaving the draft without him. Yeah, I think that's a good one there. And we know that Brady did get hurt in the first week a Four couple years, years old, ago. So, so yeah. yeah, so it can happen. So definitely a good one there. I'm going to take the obvious one that I thought you were going to take, and that would be Sam Bradford. Yeah, look at me. I'm picking a Viking. Unbelievable. <laughs> Sam Bradford is QB 24. Derek's laughing his ass off right now I, that I would do that. Sam Bradford, QB 24, ADP of 198. This is a guy who eight out of his 14 starts with the Vikings last year had 19 or more fantasy points, uh, put up 20 t TD uh, passes, five interceptions, give him credit for that, keeping control of the ball, and he threw for almost 4,000 yards. So this is an improved offense. If the offensive line can hold people away from him yeah. for a while, I think Sam Bradford has a chance to be a good backup QB in fantasy. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think I got him in one of my leagues as my backup, so I have got no problem with that at all. I think he, we have him in the FSTA league, Tom. That's where it is. Okay, yep. I knew I knew I had him somewhere. Yep. More yeah, weapons this year. More weapons to go around. Yeah, definitely. All right, Tom, what do you got? All right, for me, it's a guy who was an elite quarterback just two years ago and obviously fell off a lot last year, and that's Carson Palmer. But looking at Carson Palmer right now, he's the 20th quarterback being taken in the NFFC, but you look at the numbers here. 
only five games under 19 points per game last year in in fantasy in our scoring system, which gives six points per touchdowns. But again, 4,000 yards passing is a lock. They're going to throw it, even with David Johnson. And he's your QB, too. He's the 20th guy off the board, so you're not paying the extreme price that you paid for him last year. As a backup guy who can throw for 4,000 yards and get you locked in 19, 20-plus points every week, I think he's a great value with an ADP right around 167, 168. I like it. I think all three of them are good choices. So let's keep the rotation the same, then, since we all did so well. Derek, lead us off with running backs. Yeah, again, uh, I chose a guy that's going off around pick 138 right now, so about the mid-12th round when you're talking 12-team leagues, and that's uh, Jonathan Williams of Buffalo. Um, last year, you know, we had Mike Gillisley there, and he carved out a pretty nice role. He, uh, he rushed the ball about, I think it was 101 times for 570 like that, so he was averaged about 5.7 yards per carry. Now, that's not very sustainable um, over the course of year over year, but I think he can carve out a nice role even with Shady McCoy there getting all the work. Uh, like I said, uh, Gillisley had nine touchdowns last year. So, you know, in Sean McCoy, while he is going to be the workhorse there, he's not going to be He's not going to have every carry. He's not going to have every catch. And if you remember watching LaShawn McCoy over the years, and especially last year, it seems like he got hurt on every single play. Be laying on the field, get up, come out of series, and go back in. So Jonathan Williams, I think, if something does happen to LaShawn McCoy, you're looking at a top 15 back. Yep, absolutely. McCoy couldn't get hurt an awful lot, so that's a good backup right there. I'm taking Wendell Smallwood. That's right, Wendell Smallwood. is RB, He's 70th running back going off the board, ADP of 195. He is small. They can list him at 5'10". I don't think he's 5'10", but 208. Second year back, has the potential. I mean, that's a mess there. It really is in Philadelphia. You don't know what's going to happen. This is a throwing a dart at the wall here. But Wendell Smallwood could be the number one back there. They're, they're kind of, you hear reports that he's getting most of the carries with the first team. So I think Wendell Smallwood is a good shot in the dark here. Got a chance for more playing time. Could put up some production. He averaged 4.1 yards per carry last year. Not real good in the, re, in the passing game, but we know that he's not going to be part of that. But Wendell Smallwood, I think, has some potential to be a sleeper pick here. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, certainly the backfield is uncertain. That's for sure. Anybody could emerge there. I think we know what Darren Sproles' role is beyond that. Who knows? Right. All right, Tom, what do you got for us? All right, mine is going to be another guy who's uh, at the back of the depth chart right now but may have a chance to move up, and that's in Seattle. That's with Chris Carson. You know, we talked about him on the Sirius show last night. Eddie Lacy, we love Eddie Lacy, but he hasn't run away with the job yet. Thomas Rawls, C.J. Proceis both hurt. Chris Carson's looked very, very good in camp. He's looked good in the preseason games. He's gotten work with Russell Wilson and the ones in the preseason. That's a big plus for him. And we know John Schneider and uh, Peter P. Carroll won't hesitate to put an, uh, an unproven guy in if they need him. We saw that with Thomas Rawls a couple of years ago after Lynch got hurt. So I think the opportunity could be there, assuming Lacey doesn't run away with it and assuming Rawls and Procise keep dealing with injuries. Chris Carson definitely with an ADP just inside the top 200. It is moving up now. People are starting to get on him, but it's still going late, and I still think he's a nice value. Yeah, absolutely. I like all three of those. All right, we got a roll in here right now. Let's go to the wide receivers. Derek, lead us off. All right, here I got one of my favorite players, actually, and that's Braxton Miller of Houston. He's going about 18th round at this point. Guy is just a great athlete. I mean, we saw him line up and take snaps all over the place at Ohio State. Quarterback, wide receiver, running back, whatnot. So um, he's going to be their slot guy this year, and I think it kind of fits in with that Houston offense, whether it's Savage starting out the or Deshaun Watson even coming in. I think a nice slot guy to fill in and complement uh, 
DeAndre Hopkins on the outside. Will Fuller's out for We don't know how long Fuller's going to be out for. So the guy kind of reminds me of, almost like of a Jarvis Landry. Now, he's actually two inches taller than Landry, uh, about 6'1", 205. Um, I just think he, he he's, a, he's like I said, a great athlete, and it's going to fit that offense very nicely. And a 75 to 80 catch season would not shock me at all. So Braxton Miller, 18th right. round. I like it. I like it. All right, I'm taking Travis Benjamin. He's the 79th wide receiver off the board, ADP of 201. We saw what he did last weekend. He had a big TT reception. He's a big deep threat speedster. Uh, I like this guy an awful lot. Last year he had 47 uh, receptions, 677 yards, four TDs. He had 10 games, or he had seven games of 10 points or more. So, again, fifth-year wide receiver kind of coming into his own. Phillip Rivers likes him, can go deep. This is a guy who could give you some good bonus uh, games, especially in best ball formats. This is a guy who could have a big, big game every once in a while and could be a good one in best ball formats. Tom, what do you got? Yeah, another guy I think really good D.C. best ball option. It's Taylor Gabriel in Atlanta. He came on last season when Julio Jones was dealing with an injury. We know Julio, as great as he is, will deal with injuries pretty much annually. And Gabriel right now has got an ADP right around 162. Last year when he was getting a lot of work, he had six games of 14.5 points or more in PPR in his last eight. Now he's a big play guy, only 35 receptions and turned uh, six touchdowns. So it's not a guy who's going to get a lot of volume, but it's all about touchdowns. And he's a weapon. He's fast. They use him creatively. And again, you can't trust Julio to stay healthy. And if he's out, you got to have somebody out there. It's not going to be Mohamed Sanu catching 15 balls a game. They'll figure out a way to get Gabriel in. And again, for the price tag, to have him on your bench and you need to plug him in, I think it's a nice, a nice pick at 162. I agree. I think all of these guys could help teams out, so I like it. All right, let's go with tight ends. Let's end it here with tight ends. Derek, lead us off. All right, I'm going to go off the board here. This is a guy that's not even being drafted in 20, uh, 12 round 20 team, excuse me, 12 team 20 round leagues like our Rotowire online championship. Mm-hmm. That's Max Williams, uh, Baltimore Ravens. He's in his third year, uh, for, former University of Minnesota Golden Gopher. Yep. Um, he was drafted 55th overall, so at the end of the second round in 2014. The guy, he's big, fast, and strong, great hands. The only problem so far has been his health. Um, at this point, he is healthy. He had a nice uh, 40-yard catch in one of the preseason games. And I kind of look at him as a lottery ticket. I don't know if it's a guy you even need to draft, but someone to keep an eye on later in the year. There is nobody at tight end uh, in Baltimore. Uh, Benjamin Watson and Crockett Gilmar, are, they're nothing. So uh, Max Williams, just a guy to keep an eye on for later in the year. Yeah, definitely. In fact, the Packers were interested in him a couple years ago, making him a first-round pick. He fell all the way to second round. Uh, He did have a really nice reception last week, like you said, 40 yards. So I like him as well. All right, I'm taking Cameron Brait. Who led all tight ends and touchdown receptions last year? Cameron Brait. He had eight of them last year. He's the 19th tight end going off the board. He's going behind O.J. Howard, first-round pick this year. We know rookie tight ends don't ever do anything. I like Cameron Brait, ADP of 177. That is a good offense down there. They're going to use him. They're going to use Howard. They're going to use Djax. They're going to use everybody, Mike Evans. This is going to be a really good offense. Get Jameis Winston, but get Cameron Brait as well. All right, Tom, what do you got? All right, I'm going to go with a really old guy, and that's Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates was the 12th uh, scoring tight end in PPR last year. He is now the 22nd uh, quarterback, 22nd tight end being drafted in the NFFC, ADP right at 190. Antonio Gates can still play in the red zone, people. He's still very good there. He knows how to operate. He knows how to work in space. And most importantly, 
Philip Rivers loves throwing him the football in the red zone. His receptions could certainly come down this year with Hunter Henry getting a bigger role, but he scored seven touchdowns last year in 14 games. I could see him getting seven or eight again because Philip Rivers loves throwing to him and Antonio Gates knows how to get open in the red zone. That's valuable, and as a backup tight end, that you can plug in for your bye week or maybe when the matchup is working for you. I like that. At 22nd tight end off the board, give me Antonio Gates. All right. That's our not sleepers value plays from the three of us today. Hope you enjoyed all that. All right. Six days until I leave for Las Vegas. Scorching. I love it. The forecast says 108 when I land there. I love it. I love it, I'm telling you. Seven days until you guys leave for New York. A week from today, you guys are flying to New York City. Love it, love it, love it. All right, jump into drafts tonight. Play NFFC.com. Online championship, $100,000 grand prize. Cutline championship, $60,000 grand prize. We've got prime times and classics selling out online for next week as well. So check them all right now. And join us here tomorrow. We'll give you some more sleepers to look at tomorrow. Thanks all and have a great day.